Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello you miserable bastards and welcome to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn and joining me is Andrew Christie. All right. And Sam Smith. Hello. I mean, we may as well, to, like, I, like I, I was going to come up with something funny to say why other people aren't here, but like, we've got an absolute quality goal and performance to talk about, like, robbed against Rangers. As and let's, let's not forget to mention the pre-match. We are big time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are we are big time enough to stand and talk to the chairman, the COO, Richard Tate, you name it, and you name it. We've spoke to them. They were asking for your picture, weren't they, Sam? I heard. Nah, actually, there's a I think they're putting a picture of the misery hunters boys up, replacing the league cup. Uh, big yeah, display. See, see the, Paisley the, Paisley the Paisley pattern in the tunnel as well. Where it's like one team, one town kind of thing. That's getting replaced with our faces, just just so the boys know what it's like state. So one team, think, one uh, town, six legends. Aye, <laughs> uh, I think uh, Saturday's probably been like the my my favourite experience. I think so far of doing the doing the commentary because I mean we rush out of football. Like we were never going to be professional footballers, but getting to walk out the tunnel into the in front of. And what I'm guessing at that point, there been about four or five thousand folk, was that was some buzz, mm-hmm. like walking up the tunnel after having Richard Tate. Wish us good luck. Uh, Give us words to say. Aye, which we'll get to. But uh, aye, what walking up the tunnel and walking running, get up into our wee bit now uh, was was brilliant, man. It was just it's, it's some experience, and I kind of. I've got the itch to go back and do it again. I, I, th- I generally think that's my favourite part of the like the whole commentary thing. I, even though the commentary is amazing to do, it's, oh, the, it's that, the walking up and down the tunnel when when you're ending. You know, like you've got like the other footballers there and all that kind of thing. And it was like all the Rangers media going, they were all stressing out like fuck when we were walking back in. Aye, 
when John and, and you, goes, who, not, who was it that was Glenn Kamara outside uh, Glenn the dressing Kamara, room where, while everybody else was in it with a wee bag well we bag we shirt in it like as if he'd just been released for prison and walking but, down uh, Buchanan Street <laughs> there was a thing on the Daily Record saying that he had fell out with Van Bronckhorst at full time so we seen that before anybody else did that's, what, that's whatever level of access gets us thanks to Mr Hunter at the, the head of media it just seemed like you guys were having so much fun with it. Like that was fucking. That was so funny, man. I was saying off off uh, air. I looked around at one point, and you were both just dancing away. And I think it, it, you just had fun, and it definitely came through. Listening to it, it was just because we are first and foremost, we're like we're fans, mm-hmm. and that enthusiasm is what makes it really quite exciting Aye. to listen to. And obviously, there's the the football knowledge under that, but it's the it's the wee boy in you that's just the fuck out. I'm watching some and I'm commentating some and this is brilliant kind of thing. So with the Rangers aye. analysis that's right effort. next well to done. us as well, like the Rangers analysis aye, there and... Rangers analyst guy who's on two hundred grand a year, sitting with a wee laptop cutting out clips. <laughs> and then uh, for anyone that did listen, why we got cut off air was because he pulled the plug out. Yeah. I don't know if he was had aye, had a halfways, but aye, he just pulled the extension cord that and I off we went mid sentence. You should have shut his laptop. Like there you go. Yeah, prick. He I shut throw, his laptop. Throw on the pitch. <laughs> Analyze that. <laughs> he shut his laptop very quickly. Uh, I think as well, just which was a completely random, all kind of conversation I had with. I have a guy that lives in my street who I don't. The two of us don't know his name, but everybody's got like the people that they live near that they'll say hi to mm-hmm. and kind of like talk to each other. I don't really talk to each other. I've never actually spoke a sentence to the guy. And uh, I came out of my car on Monday and I came back for work. And uh, this guy, like, spat, oh, hi, how you doing? I just thought, I went to walk past him and he was like, Were you working? Do you work for St. Mirren? I was like, eh, I don't work for St. Mirren. I do the commentary for St. Mirren TV. He was like, Do you know, I could have swore that was you. And another guy walked round at full time behind Chris Boyd and James McFadden and Ailey Barber. And you walked round and you just looked up and you just looked like a pair of wings that were just dead happy. <laughs> and uh, so I were on Sky, Sitman TV, Talksport, BBC. If you want to get us on stuff, you'll need to contact the agents individually. But we're big time. But uh, the 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 fact that we're given we were given staff lanyards now that's that feels. Just not going to get better than that. No. I mean, I never even got a team sheet when I was there, so these are clearly <laughs> they clearly like the look of you more than they do us. <laughs> well, we're the, our wi- we mean Sam the Wi Fi didn't the Wi Fi didn't work well enough for us to Google the team either. So we're just like, <laughs> the Kelly the Kelly boy the uh, the other Kelly boy. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I've found a lot of success, like not really even researching the opposite team. Let's, I've just now put it to the point. See, when you get people, people moan it no matter what you do. I'm just going to enjoy it now and I'm just going to be as biased I, as I can be. I and I, and I think never, that yeah. heavily came out in the commentary in this one. So my first goal was uh, at Ibrooks, and I think I get a bit of stick for Conum Tav. For the, being a hun and stuff. And oh, yeah, Tav. That's because we're, we're good pals. No, but I kind of did my research on. Rangers, just so I, I couldn't, I didn't want to get myself caught out, so I knew what I was talking about, and I think that came across as all oh, these boys support. Mm-hmm. Just so it's just being as biased as you can without 
obviously just sounds like a couple of idiots. Uh, it's club Aye, TV. That's what I came across on Saturday with you guys. Aye, it's club TV. That's what it's. That's what it's for. That's the purpose. Anyone you need to sound some, aye, somewhere aye. in between the Dundee United commentators <laughs> or, and Tom commentator. If you're somewhere in between that, you're all right. <laughs> but uh, we, we probably should actually talk about the game and like we started that I think, pretty well, like in the first half. I think it was clear to see that Rangers weren't up to up to a lot. Like Morelos's first touch was absolutely atrocious with everything. We kind of, unfortunately, it didn't continue into the second half for this, but we kind of just like can't do whatever we want with the ball out on the wing because he won't actually do anything with it. Um, I think that's the thing. I think in the end, he, he was given man of the match just because everything seems to go through him in terms of he's their only kind of option almost. So I just, yeah, kind of, he had the ball. We sort of let him have the ball, let him run at us, and he didn't really do much. Obviously, we got into the kind of the penalty and the, the game changing bit later, but we were just perfectly happy to let them have the ball, knowing that they were going to do not very much with it at all. But they were very poor. Obviously, they've got a lot of injuries at the back, uh, but no, I just wasn't impressed at all. I see. Like, it's, you can't can say they're shite. They're second in the league still mm-hmm. by a distance. They're mm-hmm. obviously the second best team in the country by an absolute mile if you've looked at Rangers accounts this year and Hearts accounts Hearts are 60 million behind them like turned over so that's the that's the difference so Rangers are obviously still a good team but but they, they, at the moment they're playing fucking so badly at every every single thing they do between having a goalkeeper that can't come out for crosses and doesn't command his box well two fullbacks who can't defend we've always known they can't defend mm-hmm. It's centre back if they've got two injuries, they're having to play two guys that are five foot ten who get, who both get fucking ragdolled for ninety minutes as well. In midfield, they've got really good players like Lundstrom, who was obviously brilliant against much better teams than he'll play domestically, like the uh, Leipzig and Dortmund and uh, Red Star last year. Kamara's obviously a good player. They've got the Arfield and they, like, that is a team stacked full of good players who, to me, just look as if they've sacked playing for their manager. But I just know there's no confidence, is there? No, they, oh. they've got they're so reliant on Kent for a wee bit of creativity, and if he's not doing anything, then they've not really they've not really got a game plan. And I don't think Scott Wright's a really good alternative for it either. Like I don't think he would. I don't think he would get a game for for Hearts or. For Aberdeen, for that, I don't, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a particularly good player. He's a kind of top six player, but they were so poor. But they were poor because we didn't let them do anything. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Like it's, they weren't poor just because our oh, Rangers were shite. So get lucky. Like some were really good, and I was pretty shocked to see Kilty playing a wee bit deeper. I thought he would have been right up playing him behind the two strikers, but I thought Kilty was, Kilty was superb. Uh, for the whole of the time he was on the pitch, he'd done a really good job sitting in that kind of pocket, making sure that their their ball players don't move the ball about. And we we got our just rewards, and in the end, I, I think I still think we should have won. I don't think Rangers never done it. Rangers never troubled Trevor Carson until they obviously had the chance we rights header in the first half, and they forced a save out at the end. But other than that, we were fine. And I think it's, it's quite a novel feeling coming away. From a one-one draw with Rangers or either of the old firm, 
now feeling like he could have got more. Mm-hmm. Not to say not to say I was disappointed at all. You know, it was a as a performance I think we can really be proud of in terms of the grit and kind of determination we had, but I think like we deserve to win that we deserve to win more than they did. <laughs> Last time I had feelings like that was like see when the first time like Danny Lennon's side came up against Celtic at St Martin Park when he was playing that way and we lost two 0 because of two defensive mistakes, but we, we controlled the game and I remember walking away going what, since when did we ever play Celtic and have like sixty eight percent possession? <laughs> it was just never a thing. Like um but uh, I understand like yeah, it feels like we really should have um, came away with something. And as you said there, Greg Kilty was excellent. We've obviously been talking about the fact that um, like Keanu Bacchus, it, it'll be a miracle if he's still with us like um, in January after the World Cup because like clubs are already looking at him. Uh-huh. We obviously brought, he was brought here for the move so he could get a move down to England. His agent will obviously be punting his name about, especially the fact he's at the World Cup and all this, like, and I think we all kind of looked at, like, well, that's why we've got Gogic, Gogic will sit in that midfield, but now, like, Greg Kelly kind of became the forgotten man, like, I think he nearly went, did he nearly go to, like, Partick Thistle? St Johnston. St Johnston. Uh, Livingston, it was the two that were oh, looking to take him on loan. Um, oh, aye, it was Joe Shaughnessy that was apparently going to Partick Thistle. Um, but, like he's he's now gave like the manager a bit of a headache there and like I'd happily like to see Greg Kelty maybe a bit more in that role because we always kind of play him as an attacking midfield but he was a lot better defensively and like and uh, like pivotal uh, sorry I can hardly speak today there's a few words I've fumbled but he was pivotal oh, okay, I don't know why I even attempted to say it again he was he was good to say good he was good he was good at helping the counter attack moving from defence to attack that's what I was trying to say yeah. I think it's not been I think obviously when, when Goodwin was here when we try to play that sort of weird 3-6-1 Greg Kilty wasn't really much use in sort of centre midfield but it's a testament to how good a coach Robinson is to be able to kind of coach that into somebody's game and like, Greg Kilty's only 25 like he's still got 10 years 10-15 years left his career maybe I, I don't know what level he wants to play I don't know what age or level he can play at but He's a good player, and for him to get that wee bit of more, get a, get a wee bit more dig in him defensively, it, it makes him a viable option for us to play. If Bacchus is off the boil or if Erehon's off the boil, we can we can put him in. Mm-hmm. But aye, it was just yeah, every, it's hard to single players out when everybody was brilliant. I thought I thought everybody to a man was was excellent. And then well, well, the start of the second half, um, are we like Ethan? I think being a wee bit clever. With yeah. uh, Morelos that got the free kick that then eventually led to the throw-in, as we always said and we'll continue to say, if you're looking for length, like you look to Declan Gallagher and he, long throw into the box, um, and we'll see it. We'll see it a few times. We'll <laughs> see it a few other times this season uh, that that will create goals for us. And you know, um, are you are cool and calm because he had like a like. Because the way the ball was bouncing about, you could easily panic to try and hit that. And we've seen it so many times. Aye. It's not ended up in the net. So for it to go in the net as well. Aye. Yeah, had a couple of bites at it. I, I don't really know what Leon King was trying to do. Can I try yeah, to control yeah. the ball in front of his goal line? I think that was poor. But like great attacking instinct from Ainga just to, to get on it and get it in. It's very, very similar to the goal we scored in Celtic, from, obviously from the throw-in. I think it's just another... 
another kind of set piece option we have from that that long throw from Gallagher. It's something we've clearly worked on, and it's something that we're kind of getting the rewards from. And I just gives a bit kind of more strings to her bow and a bit more options uh, going forward. And I the, the commentary was good as well. I have to say it was. Um, don't know who. I should, don't I should know have it lined up. Shouldn't I? Hold on. Continue talking. <laughs> uh, I think. I think a younger was really unlucky not to have it in with the initial shot as well. It was yeah, unbelievable save. save for McGregor for, for really close range and obviously the. I, I don't. I really. I'm the same as you, Andrew. I'm looking. I've watched that a few times and I just don't know what King's trying to do. I don't know if somebody's told him that he's maybe got a wee bit more time, but but the looks of the action a, a tavernier a tav. Uh, it looks as if he's raging, probably as if I don't know. I think in that era you're probably told for a young age just to get the ball at the pitch. I yeah. don't know why he thinks he's got time to take a touch considering the youngers are one that's belted at the keeper. Kevin but Thompson clearly dropped the ball when not coaching that bit <laughs> in his game. Uh, it's a bit of naivety from him, but uh, I mean obviously he took a, a hefty knock ten minutes later and yeah, fingers that's that's a bit of one. But well, that I mean, before, before we talk about that, like um it created this wonderful moment. Main wins a flick on a young guy. Oh, yes! yes! Come on! Get in there! Come on! Jonah, Jonah Younger! What a beautiful man! Get in there! Come on, Saints! Yeah. Wow. That's when the wee guy Chaos. takes over. Mm-hmm. Aye. That's, that's when the wee guy takes over. Aye, I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget that for as long as I live. That was, that was hilarious, man. It's just you're, you're so in the moment, and you just get so carried away. Aye, love it, love it, love it, love it. But aye, good, good goal again for a young guy. I think that's, I think, I think he's on eight for the season now in total, mm-hmm. which is a brilliant, a brilliant, brilliant return. Chips in with assist as well. He's got a few Ch- aye, he's, assists as well, so he's aye, great he seems to, to have. He, Seems to have attracted the kind of the moron element of our support for being. I don't, I, I, don't, I, I think we had spoke about it in the, the chat the other day. Like if he doesn't, he's kind of it's just the way he is. He looks lazy if he's not running about, mm-hmm. which couldn't be any further for the truth. I think the younger any time he's on the pitch runs his cell out of the ground. I think he does. He does a lot of work. He ends up having to come off early because he's he's running himself into the ground. So I think the the stuff that people are saying he's lazy is a wee bit. It's a a bit of a shite brush to tar him with and he shut a lot of people up again because that's the top two teams in the country he's absolutely ran the show against them he's up against anybody whether it was he was going out wide on the Barisic or Tavernier if he was going up against Sands and King and even Lundstrom as well he's rolling them every single time they, they, they uh, couldn't get near him if any defence in the country will be looking at that game like a young guy in Maine will be looking at them thinking fuck I don't want to be shite Teams will shit themselves. Teams, teams will not want to play against Maine and the Younger this season. A hundred percent. They must be. They must be an absolute pain in the ass, especially Curtis Maine as well. I mean, he did they commit an assault. Oh, well, I forgot. It. Should I get sent yeah. off? I, I've seen a guy say he should get a, a five to eight match ban for that. All because fucking Leon King shout out of jumping up against. Them. Well, that's it. So the the week in a two second clip that was shared on Twitter of just the challenge, like. It's, it looks it's a, not a horrendous one, but you know you can see he's get clattered. But when you see it, kind of the the feed that was the during the game, Leon King goes to he looks back behind him and then doesn't jump. And it's like if you plant your two feet 
rather than jumping up, you're going to get clattered. Uh, and Curtis Main's arms were both down by his side. It wasn't, it wasn't an elbow. It was just an unlucky knock. Uh, I, I think, you know, him being down for the best part of 10 minutes, I think, wasn't it? Almost, we lost a wee bit of momentum after that. And we I were, we were well kinda, on top at that point. I think the game kind of slipped away from us after that. And we got a, couldn't really get a, get a hold of it again. And that's obviously when their kind of waves of attack came. But I just an unlucky, an unlucky hit on King. Hokies are out. Fuck him. I think, it, I think it was fine. I think it was just a concussion or something. Yeah. And then, Aye. I think he's up in his feet and all that. It's just, and it's came at a good time for him because, like, it's not like we've get they've got any games to play or whatever. It's, he needs, he needs, uh, he needs taking out the team. It's not his fault. I think I said it on commentary. I do feel bad for him. Uh, there is no way that he was ready to play the amount of first team games he's played this year. And I think it was maybe, I think especially in a game like that. I know he was forced to play essentially through injury. But playing up against Maynard Younger must be a hammer for any defender's confidence. If, if they're both at it, like the way they are, like the way they have been in so many games this year, they're, they're bullies, that is what they are. It's, they're both bullies who who can punish teams. And I, I just I think for his sake, for his kind of the rest of his career, he should look, I think they should probably look to try and get him out loan. I, I don't think I don't think he would look at a place playing for playing for us. Mm. If he was another back three, I don't think he'd look at a place. But if you had someone like Declan Gallagher or something next to him, like someone that he can learn a lot of, he's not going to learn a lot of Sands, is he? Like, I haven't James Sands talk you through a game of football. I don't know. If you're going to come out right at the end of that game. Any me better than football. <laughs> that, that sucks, man. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, they get a fucking penalty. Which uh, everyone around us was convinced it wasn't. <laughs> it was. Me and Jamie both said that. We, we said, said that at the time, like, like that's a pen, like, and we it were was like, we picked him for diving, but surely VR's got to pick up on that, which it did. See, see, the thing for that is right that that turned the game in sort of like two aspects. Like we kind of then had the backs to the wall a wee bit, and I we still went forward. We were still good. We were doing what we were doing for rest of the game, but that turned the game in the sense that Kevin Clancy flapped it to give mm-hmm. anything against Rangers I, after I think, the, See, after the abuse he was getting. Like, like the Kevin Clancy, we know who you are, kind of thing. When he was looking at, nah, that was scene. embarrassing. I think he essentially shout doing like anything because the, the amount of fouls, like um, in the halfway line especially. I mean, that's it. Like, I'm not gonna go full kind of tinfoil hat and say that he was on the front of the lodge and sat at the night being like kind of mission accomplished or anything. But that kind of situation, it just puts that kind of seed of doubt in his mind. Where any 50-50 it's just so much easier to give to them and he did like we've got absolutely nothing I think off the top of my head Kamara Sands Wright McGregor as well all could have been should have been booked and weren't flagged at all for a foul so it's just I everything was going their way like even the, the penalty incident Marco Hara was kind of fouled in the build up to that uh, which right. as, as I understand is still in the same phase of play I'm willing uh, to be told otherwise, but as I understand it, it was still part of the same phase of play, so we, it should have been brought back for that foul. But the penalty decision, I think it was just a, a tired and kind of clumsy tackle from Fraser. And the annoying thing is, like, had he let Ryan Kent just cut inside on his right, he was going to do fuck all because he'd done fuck all for the rest of the game. Uh, so, uh, it's just one of those kind of disappointing things. But 
a nice difference between a couple of points, but I was just just a, a clumsy tackle. Aye, I think he knew it as well. Like when when he made the challenge, like it was so unnecessary. It didn't have like Kent wasn't going anywhere. He'd put that the ball it, yeah. like three yards in front of him, and it was like just about to go out when like the connection was made. It was just I think it was just a kind of panic kind of thing. Um, and then, uh, but as you said, like the, the refereeing decisions after that, especially see that corner that he gave Rangers. I've never uh, been so angry in all my life over because I just, I just you don't, know what I don't happens with Rangers. That. I don't understand how he looked at that. So that because that obviously took the initial deflection off by Gallagher. I've done. I'm not too sure what one it was, but then Morelos goes to header it and has the stab at it. Clearly, the ball it. ball changes to the direction. Point that Rangers. To the point that Rangers players are getting ready to go back, Carson's away running for the ball, and he gives it. He just gives it to them, and you're thinking to yourself, like, here we go. Like this, this is that was obviously going to happen. Aye, with the nine minutes added on and everything, and the cut, and you were just like, fuck, this is how they're going to end up winning this two. Yeah, and you're, and it's one of those, oh, we nearly done it kind of thing. I mean, we, we did have a few other chances. Like I think Ayunga was close later on. Main, well, that one way, that one way, the Ayunga way. Kind of again, as we were talking about, pinned Lindstrom, rolled him, and then had the shot for about 20 or 30 yards that went yeah, just past the post. Like, on, on another day that goes in, there's obviously the wee half chance later on with Bacchus on the counter as well. Like, we, we had chances to win that game. We were brilliant yet again against the old firm at home, and I've got no complaints. It's like, mental. My only complaint is why we can't kind of translate this to away form. That's us eight games unbeaten in a row. Like, um, and it's then when we go home run for forty years. Like, I'm happily. Like I even said before the Rangers game, it's not one of those ones. Like, oh, we might take something. It's like I'm confident against anybody we play at Simon Park. Like, hundred yeah. percent confident, no matter who the opposition is, that we'll come away with a result. But when it's away, it's just the polar opposite where you're going. We're getting nothing for this. And that'll that'll turn to some that will turn. That's not gonna that's not gonna happen all season. It's just the away form for most teams has been pretty pretty brutal, I mm-hmm. think, as well. Like and I think having the having the Motherwell game first up, Motherwell have been pretty poor at home. They've been better away from home, obviously. I think they've only got one home run all season. Like it's a, a very good chance to to go there, fresh off the break, get everybody back to full fitness. We might not have Bacchus, obviously, because they'll win the World Cup and he'll be in the <laughs> final a few days before. But it's a good, a good chance to get everybody, get everybody back in, reset, working stuff that we think might not be working and go out and then just blast the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. It's not even the second half. I don't think we're near halfway yet. I think, we're, we're still, I think we've only played 15, so we're still four games off the halfway point. What a start, man. Can I, can I grumble at all? The only I thing I did I beat St Johnston, so I mean yeah, can, two points from those two games is kind of disappointing, but the Rangers game in particular was a very good point on paper. And just if when you take that kind of step back back and look at what we've done and kind of home form and just this first half of the season as a whole. We're in a we're in pretty good shape. It's just kind of finching and the the wee bits that maybe are not working and see what the second half holds. I think we've got five weeks to work on it now. Five weeks to kind of work out how to play football when we leave Paisley. 
And like you say, Sam, it will come. Aye, it's it's just one of the things. It's not gonna it's not gonna keep happening. Uh, any more for any more on the, the Rangers game? Oh, Jesus Christ. Let, let's fucking, let's well, hear that. The AGM's obviously well, going hold on. on. So, we will be back after this. Hello, I'm Stephen Thompson, and you're listening to the Misery Hunters podcast. There we go, we're back. This was, this was always going to be part of the same thing. So, as we are currently recording the St. Martin's AGM's on the now Smiza meeting and that, we have some met people at it. Um, there's uh like we've got well we'll say we've got tommy who if you were at the live show you'll know who that is so <laughs> and uh mark's not at it but he knows someone at it, isn't it? <laughs> is that right that that's that's fucking that's insane mm-hmm. so just I, i'll go with this uh guy going off and one because we budgeted to finish seventh for this squad as you fucking should to be the players we've got that, that's what you do aim, aim for seventh in and above a bonus fucking terrific way to go for it Said we should have budgeted to finish 11th, <laughs> but the chairman is saying the squad wouldn't have been as good. Well, obviously, if you're budgeting to finish 11th, then we are going to be scraping the bargain bucket and signing shite like fucking, I don't know, who, who did Kelly sign? Alan Power? Look, we'd still have Alan Power at the club, would be having a, mid, a Premier League midfielder, Blair Alston, Brad Lyons, and Alan Power if I want to play with that budget. So, Callum Waters would be back. Some folk at it. And these are the people that makes me annoyed that we are fan-owned at times. I'm delighted we're not fan-run. Well, yeah. Obviously, we're, we're fan-run. Chairman, obviously, guys in the board are some fans. Like, but people like that are maniacs and shouldn't be allowed anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. That, that is why they get kept to the Smice AGM and not the club one. That's why they are there and don't get let to anything that has any real significance on the running of the club. Yeah, more, other good points to bring up that have came across that the clubs have uh, more than a million pound in the bank. Um, need them explaining. Have we not skin? Uh, we're, we're, uh, kibble, bad kibble. Um, we've had about around like 1.5 million of costs since declaring a balance of 2.7 million. The training ground, COVID related losses, two biggest factors. <laughs> a guy then interrupted them to say that COVID actually saved his money. <laughs> Don't say the next. Don't say the next message. No, 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 no I won't. I won't. Um, <laughs> Unless you've got a good lawyer. Hey, <laughs> that's what, like that. That was from Mark. If we go from what Tommy sent was, we have over a million in the bank. Cunts are raging because we had two point seven million before COVID, but we've spent a lot of money on Ralston. <laughs> like, I don't think people realise that to grow as a football club, you need to spend a wee bit of money. And if we've had money in the bank that we've had to use to to enhance stuff like Ralston and put a wee bit more money into the playing squad then that's what it's there for. What what use is two point seven million quid in the bank gonna be if you don't spend it? That's the thing. Like, um, right, you've got two point seven million in the bank, but you're sitting fifth in the championship. But that's the thing, like we already know that the the accounts that come out, you know, it's gonna say we're, we're we've made a loss, but um we're projected to break even this year. And if we are projected to break even with this squad that we have and if we finish top six and possibly a European spot like you can't ask for more than that absolutely like, yeah. like it's just I think I think now that that John's obviously speaking to people at this my CGM should calm people down obviously like, people hear what they want yeah. to hear they'll, they'll yeah, they won't, they won't know will it aye, people hear what they want to hear and and that's it but aye 
fuck it as we said a few weeks ago that is getting minimal discussion about it because it's fucking boring I mean Stuart Gilmore has a meeting with, with uh, Needham on Monday to discuss finances oh how I'd love to try and get a microphone in there I just don't uh, like. I just don't agree with that I don't no. I don't agree with a guy off the spice board meeting with the chairman about something that's obviously fair enough it's not, not relevant to him but Stuart Gilmore's not been involved in that football club for what are we talking now? When did he when did we sell up? 2015? No, 2016. Uh, so I like fuck off. Like, <laughs> you've, aye, you've you've studied these news. Like you've not ran it. I think Needham's obviously steered the John, Gordon Scott and Alan Wardrop, etc. Alex White, people that are on the board have like steered us through something that will never happen again in football. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't imagine a pandemic's going to shut down football another, than any other time in our lifetime. We've been steered through that. Just let the guys that are the professionals in their fields do what they need to do and I don't get involved. That's it. <laughs> so I'm just uh, looking at the latest Mark message. Can we read that out? Um... <laughs> can't, can't read that out but um, <laughs> I'll edit that slight silence um, I mean we all know it's not as bad but like people as we said people will come away from this hearing what they want to hear it's not going to get any better there's people who just don't like the kibble they haven't liked them from day one and they'll always blame the kibble for everything bad at the club and what's happening. It's people wanting to feel like they've got an influence as well. If like mm -hmm. if I'm shouting the loudest about problems I've made up, mm -hmm. then I'm somehow can create a narrative that I'm here to fix it, and they're not because the problems that they are supposedly here to fix are either not as bad as these guys are saying or just. Don't exist at all. Aye, it's almost as if all these rumours just came up to get their pal on the board. But aye, that's a that's like a nine eleven conspiracy theory. Isn't it? Jet fuel can't melt steel gilmores. <laughs> really? Is that going to be the name of this podcast? At the very least, it's going to be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I actually have the t-shirt design in my head. Whether Timo will let us go away with that, I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> think, the, I don't think the FBI would allow us to put the t-shirt design for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we'll call it there. Th thanks for listening. Um, we've got a World Cup Patreon, and we'll, we'll probably have quite a few World Cup-themed Patreons over the next um, few weeks, World Cup being on. Um, maybe not f many main shows because like there's not too much about Samarn but if you want to continue listening to us it's £3 a month patreon.com forward slash misery hunters you get entered into a monthly competition and you get access to the discord bonus podcasts uh, this month's competition um, is a £30 gift voucher at this wonderful little craft beer shop in Paisley um, I have to say that's it's a wonderful shop Great shop, especially on a bit, uh, especially when you've got good stuff on tap. I mean, stuff I, that we drank, stuff that we drank at the live show that blew the fucking heat off me. After, after, after <laughs> the stuff that's on tap, the now is um, 
even more brutal. The well, I mean, it's nearly finished. It's seven point four percent, but uh, once that's finished, it will be replaced by Overtone Pure Magic, which is eight point five percent. And there's also eleven percent stout on tap at the moment. So if you like what you hear there, uh, head down to Paisley Craft Beer Co. Um, pay, uh, I was about to say my website there, uh, MiseryHunters.co.uk. <laughs> Uh, for all the latest <laughs> stock uh, if you're listening to this um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday if you buy anything over £25 and you use the offer code SOCKY S-O-C-K-Y uh, you get a free pair of bamboo socks so I mean what's not to love there you could you could Mr. Socko in your house with bamboo socks that's that's a throwback for Richard Tate um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh as always, uh, fuck Kevin Clancy. Fuck Alex Ray. Fuck people who meet up the back of pubs to discuss club finances. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.